Hello, I'm Victoria Medina, and welcome to the Celebrations of Life podcast, a show that honors end of life on earth and celebrates life that continues. In my life, I have planned funeral services and memorial services for family and friends over a 10-year period. Since by profession, I am also a writer, producer, and director of theater, with a play produced off-Broadway and a film in the works, my family commended me on the services I created. Each time, with each passing, the one thing that I have come to strive to do is to honor them by appreciating that I am still alive and that it is not easy because grief is one of the toughest emotions to feel and it is hard to appreciate life when you are so missing them being by your side. I shared in previous episodes how my family and I discovered how the memorial service allowed us to bond, reconnect, and celebrate the person we so loved. The memorial service also helped us to move forward as we take with us the joy of knowing them and to always celebrate them as we moved into the next chapter of our lives. I thank you for being here today and giving me a chance to share with you my experience and to help you in the way I served my family, which is why I created Aquamarine Events and this podcast is here for you. Now, always remember to be safe. If you are listening to this when you are driving, make sure you have somebody with you or consider listening to this podcast at another time if you feel you will get distracted. Today and in future episodes, I will continue sharing information about planning your memorial service, but I also know that there are many other matters that require your attention on a day-to-day level that I will also discuss. In episodes two, three, and four, I talked about asking yourself what was your loved one's favorite color, their favorite food, and their favorite places. Today, I will talk about their favorite clothes. And similar to episode six, all the first when they are gone, today we will talk about taking your time when making a decision with their possessions. I say in every episode, I implore you to be safe. Because the shift in your emotions will come in waves. There are days when I feel wonderful and I'm just joking and laughing and then something will just catch my eye or someone will ask me a question and I will begin to cry because I feel them so much more in that moment. So be careful and be kind to yourself. You just don't know what may trigger a feeling or a memory. I spoke about this in episode six and suggested some ideas about how to partner with your emotions so you accept the grief, but you don't want the emotion to overwhelm you. Listen to episode six, but one idea is to have a note on your smartphone or it could be written down in a book or index card, anything that works for you. You want to carry an inspirational saying that will connect you and allow you to feel, but not to get overwhelmed. 
Listen to episode six and please share with me how it works for you. And I would love to hear other suggestions that you may have used. The reason why I want to share that it may be a good idea to wait before you make a decision, especially a major decision, is because you are so caught up in your grief that you may not be seeing the bigger picture in your own life, in the life of those you are honoring and those around you. It is not surprising right after a loved one passes away, we usually go right into having the funeral, followed by taking care of their home, and then the overall estate matters. The COVID era has given us a little more time, and time is not a bad thing. And we can do this without COVID. And we all look forward to the time when we do do that without COVID. But right now, we do have a little extra time. And the one area that is especially sensitive is taking care of their home. I have heard this from friends, family, and in my own experience, this is a very emotional process. It is also challenging when you take into consideration the financial resources, the next mortgage or rent bill that must be attended to. But if you can give yourself an extra month, if it is possible that when you are planning your own end of life affairs, that you include this for your family and friends, it will help. In my experience, when one of my loved ones passed away and we immediately started taking care of their home, specifically because there was a concern about the next rent. And at least that's what we thought at the time. But in retrospect, I do believe we probably could have asked for an extra month from the landlord. And I think we would, we kind of wish that we did. So why the extra time? Well, we took care of everything and in such a short amount of time that some things were given away or misplaced that were actually more valuable to us than we realized. Not so much financially, but emotionally. And in the moment, we were striving to be so practical that we put our own feelings aside. And once the item is gone, we realized that we didn't give it the attention or the thought process that it deserved. So if at all possible, if time allows, try and think of how you could give yourself a little bit more time. In addition, when preparing for the future, if there is something that means a lot to you and you know it's something that the person you love would want you to have, let them know. Perhaps they could include it in writing so it's already thought about beforehand and it's not something you have to think about in the middle of so many other things that you have to consider and give your attention to. In addition, consider planning for your own end of life. Consider thinking of the things that you would like to give to those you love and start to write it down now. You could put it in a book. You could put it on your computer. I suggest though, to write it in a book and leave it in a safe place because a computer drive could get wiped out but a book is more tangible and leave it in a safe place and you can include the fact that you have this book in your will and say in your will please look for this book of how I am distributing and it's it's really about the smaller things that you love because the big things will be written out in your will but it's the smaller things and the little things 
that we don't always attend to. For example, I, I have this huge library from my family, and a friend of mine recently said to me, oh, just send me a book. And I was like, what book? She says, ah, just any book, because it was from my family. So I, I thought that was really thoughtful and sweet. So think about that. And of course, speak to your attorney about this so that it could be added to your will after you pass, and they will give you the proper legal information for this. I started thinking about this because I knew I wanted to discuss with you the next part of planning a memorial service, and it is to think about clothes. And when I started thinking about clothes, I started thinking about closets. And then I started thinking about accessories and all the other things that goes with an outfit. And it has this ripple effect because you're really in their home, which is different from what we've been talking about before, which is coming much more from memories and sitting there and contemplating. But now you're in their home. So for this next question, ask yourself, what are their favorite clothes? Because at the memorial service, you may want to give something away to each person. Because as I said, we start with the clothes, but then there are the accessories and the handbags and, and the wallets and the watches and the jewelry, the scopes and all the beautiful things that go with it. So you may not give out an outfit at a memorial service, although you can if you'd like. But you can give someone who you know would appreciate it, a watch, a bracelet, earrings, something that you know is another way of spreading their memory around and having parts of their lives continue on through other people's lives. I also know this because when I was leaving the hospital, I had asked the nurse if they had a place for donations because I had brought so many clothes for them to wear while they were doing their physical therapy that there was a lot left and it was also COVID. So I knew I was bringing far more than they needed, but I, I couldn't visit. So I wanted to make sure they had everything that they needed. And that morning I was, I was a bit overwhelmed and I immediately asked the nurse if there was a place where I could donate everything. And to her beautiful and wonderful credit and wisdom, she suggested that I take them home. And I'm so grateful that she did, because I have decided that there are some of the things there that I will continue to wear, and that there I know that there are people that I could give it away to that makes it more personal. And I would have been really sad that I didn't have them, and especially as they didn't really need them. So it, it might have just ended up being tossed. So I encourage you to really take your time when you're dealing with your loved one's personal possessions because we're also looking at a lifetime. And there are just so many precious items that you may want to consider how you will release them. Now let's talk about you. In sharing stories and thinking of joyous memories, have you been having more joy in your life? Here is something to consider doing each day for at least the next seven days. And you could do this every night before you go to sleep. And it will make a difference when you wake up the next morning. And that is, and you may have heard of this, a grateful diary. Being grateful expands the vision of your world. And when you wake up, you may feel a sense of expansion. And it's very simple. Every night, 
Write five things you are grateful for from that day or just from life itself. It could be, for example, I am so grateful for the beautiful memory I had today of the experience I had with my loved one and fill in the blank. I am so grateful for the wonderful dessert I had with dinner. I am so grateful for the amazing conversation I had with a dear friend of mine. I am so grateful for all the love and support that is around me. I am so grateful for the fun movie I watched tonight. And it could be anything. Write it down, make it really personal for you, and feel that gratefulness. And that's the important part. It's not enough to write it down because that will expand your feelings and your energy and your thoughts. But to feel it when you write it down. And then please share your experience with me. You can email me at info at aquamarineevents.com. You can also join us on Facebook or Instagram and write comments there as well or send any questions that you'd like. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, please email me. You will find the email address in the show notes. Please visit our website at aquamarineevents.com and download the checklist that you will find invaluable. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you will know as soon as a new episode is available. If you have already subscribed, thank you. Please leave a review and tell all your friends. Until next time, Celebrations of Life invites you to not only celebrate the lives of those you love, But to each and every day, celebrate those special moments in your life. Be safe, be well, and be loved.